Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here all by myself because I just wanted to tell you a story about one of my kids and how he combined his learning interests for a whole bunch of different credits in high school. So we call it combining credits. You could call it integrated learning. But I thought if I gave you a specific example, of how we made the most of his interest in one of his high school years, it might help inspire you to do some similar things to develop your teen's strengths and interests. So what we did is we took my youngest son, uh, his name is Seth, and he's now graduated high school. Um, But in high school, he was on his church worship team. And, you know, one of the, the things that high schoolers do is they ask questions. And so, you know, he's playing guitar and leading worship and very, you know, contemporary service. And he would be asking me, like, why do we sing this kind of music here at our church? And why do other churches sing? You know, they've got a piano, organ and hymns. You know, he wanted to know, you know, what's what's the right kind of music and how did we get to where we are today? And so he really needed to do some exploring. Have you ever noticed your teens having questions like that? So what we decided to do is take a year and explore his faith and then also explore how that impacted his music and his worship leading. So we we integrated a lot of his courses around that. So I'll go down the list. So he started with literature and we studied great Christian writers. So it's Seven Sisters, great Christian writers, literature course. And, you know, shameless plug. Um, we developed this course because our kids wanted to know about their faith's past and also the the more contemporary people. And so it's a combination of things like Pilgrim's Progress and the Practice of the Presence of God and 20th century inspirational people like Brother Andrew, the God Smuggler, and Mother Teresa and the Hiding Place. So really interesting course. And so it gave him kind of a background on Christian people and and the the history of how things have changed from, you know, the Pilgrim's Progress and the Practice of the Presence of God, which is Brother Lawrence, you know, back in the Middle Ages. So anyway, so he did that for his literature course and based his language arts around that. Um, Then for his history course, he had knocked out his required uh, American history and uh, world history and the you know his basic requirements. So he had a year that he could just develop an interest as a history elective, and so he decided to develop a, a Christian music history course for himself, and uh, and to actually have that on his transcript as his history. So it was the history of Christian worship was the official title, and he found some textbooks that not real textbooks, but these are what he used. So first he used the Oxford History of Christian Worship, and that's a honking big book, and he took what he wanted out of that. So he, you know, the the chapters would be, you know, 70, 80 pages long, and he would read the introductions and um, the the parts of the material that were more overview. Um, so he didn't try the whole book, but he logged hours reading that, and then he got... Um, a book called The Story of Christian Music and and several more. And I have links to those in a post about this at sevensistershomeschool.com, which I'll put in the show notes. And what he did then is he 
logged hours reading and writing his research paper. So he had to write a 10-page research paper for his language arts credit. And he also wanted to build his learning that he had together about Christian worship into a research paper for his history class. So he kind of did, you know, got two um, things knocked off for the price of one research paper. So he wrote a research paper on the history of Christian worship, and it turned out to be um, an honors level paper. So it was double the length, I believe. And uh, But he really got to digest his ideas of the things he was reading. So he counted that the hours toward his history credit, because he was logging hours for this credit. And then he counted the paper also in his language arts writing requirements. So he got, you know, really good work out of one paper. Then he took all his logging hours practice and logged um, 135 hours of a fine arts credit in church worship theory. And he developed this himself. So he logged 68 hours watching some instructional videos for contemporary Christian worship. Um, this one he watched was Paul Baloche, um, but there are several others he also watched. And he got a kick out of watching Blimey Cow's um, How to Write a Worship Song in Five Minutes. Um, and then he studied some other music theory things. So he was solid in his music theory background. And he put that all together at the 135 hours, which is what our state needs for a Carnegie credit. So some states, you only need 120, some need 180. He also logged time um, leading worship at church and you know, working with the worship team. So he put that all together and he had a fine arts credit in church worship theory. He had his history elective in the history of Christian worship. And then he had his Christian background in, uh, in literature, and that all integrated well together. And then he finished it all up with studying apologetics. And uh, he had access to um, our seven sisters, Sabrina and Allison's father, um, so um, who is a classics professor at the University of Delaware. And he developed for seven sisters. Um, a course, and it's absolutely free on apologetics. And what he did is he made voiceover PowerPoints that you just download and you kick play. And, uh, and it, it, it teaches kids the integration of history and science and theology and how to really understand the, the validity and the importance of their faith in a way that, that really relates to young people. And, um, so I'll put links to our apologetics course. So it's free. So you just logged hours in that. Um, you know, Seth was um, actually lucky enough to be able to sit in class with Dr. Culley um, as he taught that. But the, the links are on the website. You don't get Dr. Culley's face, but you do get his voice. All right. So then you get history and literature and fine arts and apologetics, which is an elective. And uh, I think that's just a quarter credit, but it sure is mighty fine. All right. And you put that all together and you end up with a really useful academic year. So really, really recommend giving some tries to doing that. We've also done the same kind of combining credits in things like um, world history. So when we did world history, we used Seven Sisters History and Philosophy of the Western World. 
and we did Seven Sisters um, World Literature class, and then they did their writing for their the requirements for language arts on world history topics that interested them. So in their literature course, they studied the Epic of Gilgamesh and Antigone, some some important parts of Plato's Republic. I mean, they can do this. They really can do this. Um, the Three Musketeers, they had a, um, an abridged version of Les Miserables, uh, a lovely play by um, Anton Chekhov and Picture of Dorian Gray, The Good Earth, Cry the Beloved Country. So these are things that that give kind of an overview of different kinds of world literature um, and then integrated that with the history and philosophy of the Western world. So they were reading about how ideas developed over time and how people changed and the world changed based on ideas. So that's a, a they got their world history credit doing that. So um, all of my kids did that, actually. And uh, then they could build research papers developing an interest from one of those ideas. So I, again, I'll put links in the show notes to that. They also, um, several of my kids combine just very simple for one course, rather than, you know, a whole integrated curriculum. But for one course, they combined human development and early childhood education. So, um, you know, most of our kids will grow up and become parents someday. And so to have a combination of understanding human development, which is how people grow and change through their lifetime and how to, how to teach kids, you know, even if they're not going to homeschool, you want to teach them some things, you know, just as parents and uh, early childhood education is just a fun uh, one semester course. So when you put those together, these kids are really prepared for adulthood and some of the kids um, not not my kids, but some of the kids who took that course in our group classes went on to study um, psychology and human development or went into um, early childhood education, which, by the way, that is a job market that um, needs to be developed by Christians. So just, you know, put that in your thought processes. All right. Another time where the, the my kids and our local co-op work together is they combined their geography credits. And uh, we like our kids to have at least a half a credit of geography. And so he did um, geography, a half of credit, and then combined the world history course and a few books that he was just interested in and then picked out a geography topic for his paper. And so he got literature and history combined in that. And then actually did some artwork along with that. So you can see that, that, you know, if you take an idea and you integrate your, your ideas, your, your subjects for the year, you can really make the most of the topics and kids gain a level of interest and expertise that they wouldn't have otherwise if everything was just a plain old textbook that didn't relate to the other things they were studying. So. You know, we do this a lot with unit studies when the kids are young, and then somehow it just kind of gets lost as uh, as high school. So bringing it back to your attention, and you can really have some fun with it. If you've got questions about how to integrate different courses, you know, combining those credits, hop over to Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group and join us there. We love answering questions and getting everyone in the community to share their ideas. We can get some really good. 
um, support and feedback. And also, while you are at it, um, check out our Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook page and the Homeschool High School Podcast Facebook page, because those are fun too. All righty, we'll wrap it up for that very short episode. And uh, I'm sure you got enough to think on. So we will see you again next week. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.